Hey. Wow. Um, we're we're back, buddy. We're back. We are we're in the same place we're at in, the same time. We're in the same facility. We're here in sunny Safety Harbor, Florida. There's really no other place we'd rather be. It's a great place to be. I'm thrilled to be here. Tim, I'm thrilled to be sitting next to you. This is bizarre. We've got a lot. I mean, it's been since June. I mean, I have, came in and saw your front office staff and their jaws about to hit the floor. They thought they, we were mad at each other. They had no idea what happened. I told them that I was going to approach you directly. I was taking the Matthew 18 we, approach to really just kind of talk through this this issue that we've been having. It's just life, Tim. We've it's got, life. We've got kids. We've got summer stuff happening. But it is so good to be back. We've missed you. We've missed each other. We have. We've got a lot to talk about and not a whole lot of time to do it because we're recording another podcast in just a little bit. Tim, maybe we should say that this episode is brought to you by the Practically Pastoring Conference, which is happening in February. We want Lakeview you there. Church. It's happening at Lakeview Church. If you're following Lakeview on the Instas right now, we're going through a bit of a remodel and it is the space that we are utilizing mm. for the conference. Mm. So it's going to be fresh. It's going to be brand spanking new. We we want you there. I think you should come and be a part of it. But before we get to that, Tim, yesterday was Sunday. And this, this right here is the morning after. Welcome to the Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine feud look back on the week and ministry that was. So, um, again, we we're here, we're together. If you're new, which I get it because this setup looks new to anyone that's been watching for the past three months, um, I'm Andrew and this is Tim. We... We attempt to do this each and every Monday. It doesn't always happen in the summer months. School years back, I think we'll, I think we'll be hitting ninety-ish percent of the time. For the most part, each and every Monday, we we meet to talk the maybe week. Not, maybe not Labor Day. Let's not get crazy. Of course not. We we we, we meet to talk the week and ministry that was. That's that's what we do. We we love to hear from you. We, we love we, to hear how God blessed your ministry or how something went horribly wrong. Sometimes it's more fun to hear about what went horribly wrong. Because CJ's wondering what's up. I mean, not a whole lot. It's it's back to school season around here. Marcus says, you know what? It's Monday. It is. He's absolutely right. Ross is just thrilled because he's getting to see our faces in 1080p. Looks good. Does it look good? The, the camera quality is slightly better than our front facing. You know, now MacBook I, I did not use the MacBook Pro last week. I had what you use? I had the Logitech webcam that we okay. used when we first started sure. this little shindig five or six years ago. But this is better. Marcus is saying, wait, the rumors about you all isn't true. No, we're not breaking up. Some of them might be true, but we have not broken up. We we had a disagreement. It was mm. a skirmish. Again, we we'll be fine. We handled it like adults. Marcus says, I can't wait. February can't get here soon enough. Marcus is coming. I'll be there. Andrew be there. will be there. It's going to be a bunch of people there. We have promo codes for you to use. We don't know what they are, but if you message us, we'll be like, hey, uh, Here's a promo code. We will not be we'll laboring just, on Labor we'll Day. We'll just whisper to Frank, hey, we need a promo code real quick. He's the one that can push the buttons on that site. Uh, Jake is wondering for proof this is not green screened. Look, I, I have a green phone, um, so you can see Ooh. this green phone. And if it's not green, it would be a blue screen. I it would. So this one is, of these. This is a very real background. One of these would be disappearing. Although we. We have green screen things before. That was so painfully obvious. <laughs> and we wanted it to be. We were it was a running gag. It was I thought it was a great bit. Here's here is a little bit of a, of a video production hack for you. If you want to green screen something, go to the Dollar Tree 
and buy a tablecloth. A green tablecloth. Yeah, or, or a blue, a royal blue tablecloth would work if you're, you know, if you're going to chroma key something, it looks really funny if you can uh, uh, just get Andrew, a Andrew, CJ's yeah, wondering was, if, you can, if you can adjust Jesus. He looks uncomfortable. He's he's praying. He, his he, neck is hunched over. That's his praying position? Yeah. Okay. That's how he prays sometimes. No adjustment for Jesus. Um, did you know this? Marcus is celebrating his birthday while at the Practically Pastoring Conference. We need to get cake. Text Frank now. This this is going to happen. We are going to have a birthday celebration for you, Marcus. Guaranteed. Laura says, if you want to green screen something, just don't. Sometimes you need to. Wise words. Sometimes, like, I've had kids that had a project due at school, and it was, sure. you could make a video or write a paper. And if those are your options, you always make the video because dad helps a lot more. Mom helps with the papers. Dad helps with the video. Video is more fun. Video is more fun. And um, I think when my oldest was in kindergarten, he had to do something on, on an animal. And so we just green screened a photo or video of lions behind him. It was great. It's one of my favorite videos of all time. It was classic. You did. You did share it's, that one with me. It's really, really good. Andrew, I saw something great from our friend Derry Prinkert yesterday. Mm. It was so good. I think you guys do something similar. It's back to school season. Back we, to school. We showed a video yesterday in church. It was a back to school prayer for our students and teachers. Uh, I believe you and Derry go to the next level, though. Derry actually had he showed up at his church. They had a picture of all the teachers who came forward, faculty members and prayed over them i think you guys did something we, like this. well we prayed for our teachers and students we set aside this was last did week. you have them come forward they had already come forward because it was you know our, our we have our kids in the worship just, that, i love that visual yes it is it's a great visual but we also i think my wife might be the only teacher at our church right now so she was already forward and so she was already taking the kids to go out to harbor kids because our kids are in for the first two songs and the welcome call because when, when we stuff. prayed over our student ministry before camp it was one of the first times in a long time that we had you know we had we had 30 plus people yeah. at the front of the stage and i was like whoa and you could see like the looks from the congregation like oh, oh there's a lot of people going there's like a real student ministry here at lakeview yeah mm-hmm. and it was it was awesome so that that visual was kind of cool so i don't know what you guys do for your back to school season how do you pray for your students your teachers your leaders we we kicked off our elder meeting last week and we xed the opening Devo, et cetera. And we spent the first 15 minutes just praying for our students and teachers uh, at Lakeview Church as elders. That is a beautiful thing to do. I, I enjoyed it. It's an important it. thing to do. It's a very important thing to do. Uh, speaking of important things to do, um, I think ministering to all of our people in unique ways can be important. And, and it sounds like you guys have we, some unique challenges we are coming tr- up. We are trying to figure something out about mm-hmm. – Five, six weeks ago, maybe, you know, somewhere end of June, beginning of July, um, a gentleman showed up at church on his bike. We were thrilled. You know, we're in the middle of a community where lots of people are on bikes and golf carts and things. That wasn't too unique, but it took about 35 seconds to realize that this was a little bit of a different situation. He's probably 40-ish, is an adult with intellectual disabilities Mm. and has been riding his bike. And so we're trying to figure out how to best serve him he's riding his bike to church he's riding his bike to church it's awesome he he lives in um in a group home just a few minutes from here and you know he gets himself out and gets to church he's here most weeks before i am which wow. is really cool i might not be as cool for the praise team because there are times like they're like unlocking the door to practice and he's like hey i'm here to help so you know put um, him to work so he's it for me it's been really helpful because 
he likes to uh, set up the chairs for the outdoor worship that we do. Oh, that's a now, great job. Yesterday well, was Sunday. Sunday, but it was also raining. Mm-hmm. And so was it raining mm-hmm. for you guys? During mm-hmm. It's so weird. We're nope. 20 minutes We're not away that from far away. Other, we did not get rained during church. Because of, because of the bay being I did it notice is, it was a bit showery. darker because cameras yeah, were affected. Cameras. Yep. Um, but, so we did not have our outdoor set up because we had several showers right before church. So we weren't going to put a TV and stuff outside. But so, you know, he'll be thrilled to do things like that. But we almost need to have someone who's his assigned buddy of the week, if that makes any sense. Because sometimes, you know, there we have a member of the church who's well into his 90s. He's been here, a part of our congregation for decades. Mm. Um, knows very well how to make his own cup of coffee. And this newer gentleman saw an old man and thought, hey, I'm going to make his coffee for him. I see. We're we're trying to figure out best ways to be like, hey, we are so thrilled that you're here. We want you to serve. We want you to to be a part of what we're doing. And again, we don't work at churches with an abundance of resources. So this isn't like a specific ministry that we already have. We have a special needs ministry. Right. So we're trying trying to figure that out. And even with you brainstorming now, I love the idea of the buddy system because then that that Mm -hmm. gives ministry away to someone else too. Mm -hmm. And then it can empower him. The idea of setting up for the outdoor mm. service is such a cool idea. I think there's a lot of good ways to get him plugged in. And, it, you know, my, my wife is a special ed teacher. We're, we're, it is – we've served in very in specific special needs ministries at big churches that had designated special needs ministries. It's something that we're passionate about. But it's also tra- – when it's with kids or when it's with youth, they're used to being in a classroom setting, right. and, and that's one thing. And this is an adult who we want to treat like an adult. Absolutely. And so we're, we're and I just, think you've we're also to navigate it. You've so probably if had you guys families out there are figuring that out. Please help. And and I haven't been offended by this. I've had families with special needs children who have said, you know, we we did move to a different church. They just had because a they had a better ministry. I, and I get and that. I'm like I support that. Like hundred percent. I want to do all that we can to to love and support every family at Lakeview. But if there's something that we're just unable to provide then, then by all means then by, yeah absolutely we had a guy visit last week who's uh, also about my age he was my buddy at my previous church mm-hmm. and he has down syndrome but he lives with his parents you know, his right. parents are now into into their 70s and he's he just turned 40 and it was so good to see him and he hugged me and and we did, had a great little mini reunion sure he and i would be the two youngest people in the traditional service <laughs> at my previous church because his dad was in the choir right so his he and his mom and you were the, the announcements and guy. i was doing you were throwing out candy and so i would i started whenever i would make announcements i would bring candy bars and the people in the traditional service did not think it was very worshipful at first until patrick give it time got very excited to get candy from me and then suddenly once he was excited then everybody else was excited and so but it's just a different situation because he he lives with his parents, whereas this other gentleman lives at a group home. So he's kind of sort of on his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, because it was raining, someone gave him a ride and he got to church and was like, hey, I need someone to give me a ride home. That's and cool. he, he struggles to communicate. And so it, it took a few minutes and I was happy to do so. But we're just trying to. Marcus sounds like you're in the same boat, but he says we're trying to figure out how to minister to special needs in our ministry as well. I mean, we should probably pool our resources together. Yeah. I think this conversation is very healthy and one that we should have. And it's a – one thing that my wife says being a special needs teacher is to – and not this doesn't really apply to this situation, but just in general, if you're a family with special needs, 
and you are visiting a church. Ooh. That is the scariest thing. How, how often do we have people that it's just a couple or it's just one that, you know, wants to talk to the pastor for 40 minutes to make sure we line up on theology before right. you're showing up. And we have those conversations and sometimes like, okay, but can you imagine what it would take to say, I'm going to venture out and I'm going to try a new place mm-hmm. knowing that they might not be equipped to serve us and our family and that my kid might have a hard or difficult time. So I, I'm a big fan of special needs ministries, especially when they are done really, really well. And I've been I, I like the idea done really well idea of getting feedback from those families. Like even yeah. if we weren't able to minister or meet the need, mm-hmm. what are some things we could do just what, a little bit better what next could we time? Do better. What can we do to make it more comfortable? I think that's that, that's probably even a, a more healthy conversation to have with, with those families directly. Yeah. Uh, Marcus says kids ministry is doing a good job. They partner for those. Our adults have a classroom on Sundays, but our youth ministry lacks in that area. Uh, we had a few special needs in uh, student ministry mm-hmm. back, back in the day. And what I loved about our students at Lakeview, and I, I hope this rings true for many youth groups, was they were very well embraced and loved. Mm-hmm. Like it, they, everyone knew. It's not that they didn't care. It's that yeah. they just treated them like a human they being. They treated them. Well, and I think that's especially the difference, the bridge between kids ministry and student ministry. In so many student ministries that I've seen, it's we want to keep treating them as though they're in the elementary program right. when they move into student ministry. And that's not what we need to be doing, but I don't think there's anything wrong with acknowledging this is different. Yeah. We're going to treat this person the same way, but acknowledge that there are going to be some differences. There's going to be unique challenges. Be, yeah. Some uniquenesses. And as a church, we're going to lean into that. So not really a whole lot of content to add other than if you have any pro tips or best practices, Please send them my way. But we're trying to serve people as best as we can. Unique challenges. Um, we we brought something back yesterday. I mean, the episode title is I mean, getting handsy, getting at, church, handsy at church, which is very appropriate for you the morning had after your, your weekly gropathon. That in okay. the spirit. I don't know if Sam's watching. Our one of our elders, Sam. He also happens to be I'm our. Gonna mute this so I can tell Tim the joke. That... Of course, <laughs> I I knew I should have known where you were going with that and. To the very end of Mark. Look, the five-minute countdown was on. Sam approaches me. Again, one of our elders, he does announcements every week. I, I overhear him say something like, yeah, we're going to we're gonna have everybody shake hands. Yeah. Someone else is like, oh, we used to do that. And he's like, we're going to do it today. I was like, uh, okay. I, I, I wasn't against we it at all. We called it the hug a stranger section segment of the service. <laughs> hey, give somebody a hug, especially if they look uncomfortable getting a hug. If you grew up in church, this is not new or foreign. No. This was something that was done just regularly covid set in the the introverts united and they were like we're done with this we don't have to greet people at church ever again hallelujah and so we we brought it back the the invitation was very very simple you know find look to your left look to your right find someone find someone you haven't spoken to this morning shake their hands say hello and it the weird thing is people responded like how how long how long was it we had to cut it off. Like if they wouldn't stop. Okay, stop talk, stop catching up. Like Colleen, our worship leader, had to say, "All right, I'm I'm gonna have to just end this because clearly you guys don't want to stop." We just is it was great. It great when there's that sound of it's not whispering or anything. It's just a room of 150, 200 people just chit chatting. It's it's a good I mean, sound. There was a there was a young man in front of me wearing his FSU collared shirt. We had a, a two and a half minute conversation on football right right at the beginning of the church service. Mm. It was. 
Speaking of that, I mean, football's back, by the football, way. Football. It's, I mean, it's preseason. Tom Brady's not even in camp right now. It's fine. I know, but we it's get, fine. like, there's an actual games but on the screen. and hitting. Okay, it's, see, it's I, hear, I hear you, CJ. CJ says we still have folks wearing masks to service on Sunday. I definitely go, and the people wearing masks were shaking hands. That's what I loved about it. We had mask wearers, and I was, like, not, they extended their hands to me. I was like, okay, they probably had hand sanitizer that they used afterward. That's fine. So how are you feeling out there, fam? Is this just Florida? Are we are we a little bit nutty no, right now? We are Florida, so there is that. But I think I think it's time. I was wondering, is there going to be pushback? I made a couple of jokes online about, you know, directing all of your complaints to Sam Rudkin. We had a good laugh. And instead, it was like an abundance of we love this. Thank, this. thank goodness we could embrace somebody. I, so so where are you guys at? How are you doing this? Are you doing this? So we, we've brought back the greeting time. We, we now have our, our coffee station getting back up and running again. So all the things that we kind of nixed during mm. COVID have slowly made their way back. See, we we never stopped with well, we we stopped having the communal coffee pot, right? And uh, set up several Keurigs in the back of the room, and so we we've been doing that. But that what we I don't think we had that pre COVID. That was once we were not hey, in Steve. fellowship hall doing all of the Steve fellowship hall. Hey, Steve, once we weren't doing the fellowship hall time, we thought people still want to grab a cup of coffee. So let's set up this in the back. So now we have coffee in two different locations, either the communal pot here or the individual things that way. We have not yet done the, hey, stand up and greet everybody. When we did that, it was, we changed our order of service a little bit Mm -hmm. with COVID. Now we start with welcome and announcements and a call to worship. We used to do opening song. We start with welcome as well. Yeah, and I think- we don't do the opening song deal. But I, whenever I think of opening song, I think of the North Point parody video. Yep, every time. Opening song. Every single time. Opening song. Lights and big drums. We we brought back the meet and greet as well. And mm-hmm. we we tried it outdoors a few months ago. It was too hot. It was too hot. People didn't know where to go. So then we, we moved it to the office and it was wall to wall. It was awesome. I like, saw the picture was, of that and I thought, you're going to need to... There were quite a few furniture for the meeting. There were several families with three and four kids, and they were all in there. That's a that's a lot of people. Hey, the bagels got eaten. The, See, the we, donuts got eaten. We went to Bam Bar, picked we, them up. We have our fellowship hall time. You've got Dude. the space for that. You have got the so, space for that. And it's so funny. Like pre-COVID, it was oh man, can we try to get someone to volunteer to bring in some Danish or something, and. I think we've had a wave of of new people in the past couple of years, but we've also it's it is ridiculous right now what people are bringing. We have people signing up weeks and weeks in advance to wow. cover food. The family wow. that covered it yesterday, there were a couple of breakfast casseroles. There was a tater top breakfast casserole, and there was a like biscuits and gravy casserole. Oh, I love biscuits and gravy goodness. casserole. I've only had it once. It was. It, it was incredible. Sam's chiming it was, in. It was a good day to eat that Safety Harbor Community Church. It's also so nice to invite visitors. Like, hey, it is. Here's a really easy way to get to know someone because you're going to sit down, and uh, this is not the awkward. Hey, want to go out to lunch? It's uh, hey, we grab coffee and sit around the table for a few minutes after church. Zero pressure. Sam says we'll probably still wait a while before reinstating the communion common cup. What's uh, the intinction method? That is method. dead forever. I, Thanks be to God. And I, I don't know that we'll ever bring that back, and I'm okay. Speaking of back, Marcus says, you know what? Texas is back. Our services are back to pre-COVID and have actually grown past our pre-COVID numbers. We're also in the middle of a building project to build a new sanctuary, so we're packed in auditorium very, very tightly. They're rocking and rolling in Texas right now. 
Andrew. They've got building projects. They've got things happening. Steve says, we've got coffee being served by a team of volunteers. Meet and greet gone probably forever. Okay, but why why X the meet and greet? Some people don't like to, to shake hands with strangers. I mean, hang on. What, what's the meet? Okay, so there's two different things we're talking about here. We call meet and greet the time. We do it once hey, a quarter. you've been coming here for a couple of weeks yep. now. You want to actually. I have all my elders, staff, and spouses over in the office. We have coffee donuts set up, and we have like a 15-minute just open-end conversation. Here's a little bit about the church. Get to know our leaders. Maybe Steve is talking about the actual handshaking the handshake time. meet and greet thing. I, I don't know. We, our people loved it. Clayton says Andrew's got that Baptist Fellowship Hall feeling going Listen. on. I, you know, I love the you, Baptist you, Fellowship. You Hall. know that smell of a I institutional loved it. kitchen. I'm fine with it. Ooh, smells like camp. I love it. I was just uh, texting a, a church member who wasn't here yesterday because one of the announcements that I made was, "Hey, we did the if you're visiting, here's this." And now this might be the most important announcement we make all year. And it's a uh, church fantasy football draft is coming mm. up, and mm. boy, there was excitement in the room. And so my buddy Bundy is texting. Because he wants to make sure he's not missing the draft. Do you guys draft at church? Do you go? You guys do like a Buffalo Wild Wings. So thing. here's what we've done in the past, and I'll tell you what we're doing this okay. year. We're going big because, like yours, ours has started to are grow. Excited about our people are ready league. for church fantasy football at Lakeview. So if you're in, we need to know now because we're setting up the reservation. Typically, we go to Buffalo Wild Wings this year. The draft kit is so good. You get all the stickers. That's you get fine. the big board. But this year, we are reserving two bays. At Top Golf, we Whoa. are going to draft. Can't and, hide the money, and we are going to Top Golf together. That is a men's ministry event, oh, right there. Oh yeah! That so I am stoked. That'll be at the end of August. I'm very excited about this. Wow, I'm a little bit jealous now. I'm not saying you can't come. I'm, you can. You can. I mean, if you don't mind getting destroyed, you could be part of our fantasy football league. See, that's the other thing. I was being razzed by our worship leader because I won once. Also, Tim, you don't. You don't set the draft order. You hit, you know, the the random thing, and it just yeah. so happens that it's the random snake draft. ESPN takes care of it for you. It just so happens that I've gotten the first draft pick multiple years in a row. I've never been, but I've never been number one overall. As the pass, but you can't like trade it. You can't be like, oh, I don't want to be first. And so I can't help that I've been given the first draft pick. Have so, you already set it for this year or not yet? No, because we don't know. We don't right. know how many we're going to have, but it's coming. Also, so have you won the church league before? I have made it to the playoffs, and I believe I made it to the finals. I have not. I have not won. See, I two years ago or three years ago, I won. The year after that, I lost in the championship, mm. and then last year I didn't make the playoffs. But so I Ouch. think it's okay if I win this year. But <laughs> you might have to try. I was say the, the pastor can't win too often, otherwise people accuse you of uh, stacking the deck a little bit. Clayton says old ladies cook and bake the best. Not even, not always the old ones, though. I, I mean, they're fine, but I'm just saying, we've got a group of young families that are like, hey, we're going to one-up each other, and it's spectacular. I mean, we have a staff member who literally went to culinary school, so she That's can... That's ridiculous. Yeah. Every staff meeting at the Legs House, Colleen experiments with something new, and it's... Has she ever seen our kitchen? We, like, we have an industrial kitchen here at Safety Harbor Community Church. There's... Eight burners of a uh, gas stove. We've got four. Like she makes the things ovens. that are multiple sentence long, like the titles of it. And I'm like, I it tastes delicious. She's um, currently, and she did make it to the next step in the process. She's signing up to be on a cooking show um, at the silos. 
I so mean, it's pretty Chip, exciting. Chip and Joe, just saying, just saying. She's she's gotten through the first how, round. How cool would it be if Chip and Joe so were like, awesome. we're, instead of doing fixer upper, we're gonna do church fixer upper. That's hey, let us. I'm uh, with you. Let us come and make over your church. I'd volunteer as tribute. Chip and Joe, if you're watching, because we know you usually they don't they don't watch. They they catch the podcast the next day, most of the time. But Chip and Joe, we'd we'd love for you to. We'd love to have you on. Yeah. Dan says, Andrew and I did a draft at Buffalo Wild Wings once. Just the two of us. That's true. Why? Why? It's my brother-in-law. You just just um, you two I together? I we were like trying to I, – I, we had a Maybe group. Maybe we were just testing it out. And then a bunch of people bailed on us, but we had already like you know gotten the draft kit and stuff from B-Dubs. I've only done the draft kit once. We usually just do the online draft. It's easy. Everyone brings their laptops or our iPhones. There's also the awkward thing because they give you all of the draft kit stuff assuming you're going to spend a few hundred dollars on beer. Yeah. And so then the post-church crowd Sunday afternoon, they get very <laughs> upset. Tim, the uh, – they closed the Buffalo Wild Wings here in Clearwater on Drew Street. Why? Because I guess the Phillies are like buying out that whole complex. Oh. The Phillies spring training is mm. in the same parking lot as the Buffalo Wild Wings that was yep. nearest to me up until two Sundays ago. I see. We we do post-church Buffalo Wild Wings. My kids love Buffalo Wild Wings for some reason. Ours is just slow. The service is slow. Yeah. We, we love it too, but the service is very slow. But so they, uh, we were there and they're like, hey, it's our last day. We had no idea. So I guess we could go to the Oldsmar one. It's pretty close. I think we're, we're doing the draft at Varsity Club, the the Varsity Club South, now that Varsity Club North up by you doesn't exist anymore. It's not. It, and it's, it's something just, else now. It's just not there. It's something else. Um, we have some some fun projects happening around Lakeview. Told you about the, the Student Center Reno. I, I'm stoked. I'm a little jelly because... You're not the youth pastor anymore. I'm not the youth pastor. I, I wanted a youth <laughs> a youth ministry room renovation for many, many years. Uh, but we were able to green light I think it this that's summer. That's an embarrassment of riches. I think that youth that youth space is top four percent nationwide. It is a beautiful space. It's a beautiful space. Granted, that carpet has not been no. touched in twenty twenty two years. Mean, it could use some updating, but in general, I can't imagine any youth pastor walking into that space and not just love sure. it. It's a great space. Well, we're excited about the upgrades, and you should be too, because if you're coming to the practically pastoring You'll conference, get to experience it. Got some other surprises. Mm. I haven't even told the guys about some of the stuff we're working on, um, but we have a few things that I am hoping to have accomplished. I know one of them. Let's move into the next phase this week. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Okay. I'm, I'm, I cannot give anything away. This is going to be a fun surprise if it works out. I hope it does. Me too. I hope it does. And not just for practically pastoring, but you know, for the community, for Lakeview as a church. But construction projects are always fun. Timmy, we had three contractors here thursday bidding on our bathroom project i was gonna ask about and that. we have one coming today it's time it, it's time but you know we're we are hosting the uh southeast conference good so you've April. got a deadline you've got well a deadline. actually i think i think we have written into the uh invitation to bid we have one of our guys is just he's managed contractors for his whole career sure and so he's got it all super fancy he's like hey um a bonus will be involved if you are done by this date let's go and if you know and then there's like a four-week window and then a reduction will happen if you're not done by this date. So he's got all the stuff figured out. So I think. Oh, that is amazing. CJ says we're mulling over a, a new student slash kidsman building and we do share space. So it's student mm -hmm. and kidsman in our, in our space as well. But there has to be a fellowship hall with an industrial kitchen added summer that we do not have. Yeah. Andrew, how often this is great. How often does your industrial kitchen get used? How often do you put on pants? <laughs> do I put on pants? Your, your kitchen's used all the oh, time. Oh, I was going to say, I, I, 
uh, three, four times a week. Um, the so as because of the people at our church stepping up the uh, fellowship hall game, I would say most Sunday mornings someone's got a breakfast casserole or cinnamon rolls or something. Something's in the oven. In the oven, it's smelling which, good, which is awesome. You want uh, that? The eight burner stove is not used as often as I would like. I want to start doing things like we've got the preschool that's meeting back here now. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if I can be like, hey, here's just a little gift from the church to the school. Thank you so much. I'm making breakfast or, I, you know. So I think we do about three or four big dinners a year where we actually have five burners fired up at the same time and two ovens going at the same time. Mm-hmm. Most of the time on a Sunday morning, we have an oven or two fired up. But still, I think that's... So let's say it's getting put to use. Let's say that's two hundred hours a year that it's in use. We we could use it more, and I would like to because I like food. Well, Marcus can't wait to have their building project done because then the current auditorium will be the youth Ooh. building, and finally, it's always exciting. Student ministry getting their own space is a big deal. That is it a, is that it is, is a time deal. to celebrate. It's a very big deal. It's a ton of fun. We we have more. We've got other stuff to go. More to go I'm, here. I'm just looking at the clock. I know we're, we're doing a practically pastoring episode. And at, I didn't. I didn't eat breakfast, so I will need to eat. I mean, you're intermittent doing your intermittent fasting. Ish, ish. I had a I just I had a protein shake this morning, but didn't eat. I've had water and black coffee. You'd be so proud of me. I did have I black a, coffee. I went on a two mile bike ride this morning. What, Timmy? My oldest started middle school at a Christian school a mile from our house. That your kids destroy in sports all the time. And uh, we got waitlisted at the school we wanted to go to. So we're ending up this other school, which ends up being a perfect fit for him. He he is the only new middle schooler at the school. Did I tell you this? So we go to orientation and they're like, oh, man, we don't really need to orientate, orientate. I don't know. And then they saw you and like, wait, yes, we do. They're like, just ask us. And so I'm still trying to figure out Carline and stuff because – he is literally the only new middle schooler in the school. He is the tenth kid in the in the sixth <laughs> grade class. The other nine were together in fifth grade last year. Wow! And so he is, does he feel a bit like an outsider? A little bit, but that's just kind of him in general. So yesterday was Sunday. Was Sunday. Yesterday after church, I went to T-Mobile and activated a a line for him so I can track wow. him on Life three hundred and sixty. And did you get him an iPhone? I had a. Uh, iPhone XS Max yeah, in the drawer. Aaron's got an XS, yeah. And so he's got, he's rocking that one and crazy. But I also have another line. Like I've got the SIM card and the phone number on the SIM card. It's just in the drawer. I'm like, do I give this to my fifth grader? I don't want to. It's such a weird. I line. don't want. He's going to be biking to school by yeah, himself. Yeah. So, so Landon is biking to school by himself. So he has he and has that's a your phone sixth grader because he's yeah sixth grader but for sure. Sixth grader has yeah. it. But then I'm like, well, I'm paying. I'm not paying because it's the buy one get one line. But I have a line. I spend a $35 activation fee on it. What do I do with this? Do I? And you're the parent of boys. So that, parent, that, that there's ups that. your, like, there's, yeah, there's no your security. You need to really anything. clamp down. I've got a story. It wouldn't be appropriate to. I had to remove the, the app store. Really? Have you not? No, I don't. Type in certain words in the Apple app store and watch what comes up. Or maybe don't maybe do don't. that. Don't do that. I can have you tell me over lunch. What However, if like your to... son does that. Yikes. Yeah. Well, that's another horrifying thing to uh, consider. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll talk about it next week, Timmy. We'll talk about all of these things got... and more. We've got friends that help us with the show. Oh, we are so grateful. Hey, 
if you're doing any premarital counseling, both of us are doing premarital counseling right now. And guess what? What resource we're using? My, we're using the Getting Ready for Marriage. My book. couple just purchased their workbooks. We're mm. starting to work through them this week. Getting Ready for Marriage. Thank you. I told him, look, guys, skip everything. Just go right to chapter seven. I think that going right to chapter seven makes a whole lot of sense, but you should also pay attention to the other things as well. We're just big fans of chapter seven. Wait, so, wait. Now, now we're saying they're gone. Yeah. Can't even say bye. Are we? Are we gone? I think we're back. I, I think. Yeah, I think we're back. I think we had a, just a brief, I a brief interruption there. We're, we're back. Some though. Wi-Fi issues here in downtown Safety Harbor, but you missed us talking about the Getting Ready for Marriage book and the DYM podcast network proud part we are very very proud part of the dym podcast network and we hope you check out all the other shows on the network you definitely should i got nothing else to say to me uh same bad time same bad place yeah let's do this again next next monday see you at 11 in a week bye everybody